say, God, can you confirm it at least two more ways so that I hear in, in three different ways or three different times the same thing from God? Because sometimes we can hear voices that aren't from God and it can be difficult to discern. So ask for confirmation and that can come in a variety of ways. You might go to church on Sunday and your pastor preaches a sermon and it has something to do with exactly what you feel like God is telling you. You might hear a song on the radio that you've heard a thousand times, but all of a sudden it stands out to you and you hear it like God is speaking to you through the lyrics of that song. You, the same might be true for the word of God. You've read a passage time and time again, and then one, one day you're reading it and it stands out something different. You feel God speaking to you. You have a conversation with a friend or with your pastor and you're wrestling with this topic and you might have um, confirmation come that way. There's a, a lot of different ways, but it is okay and it is a good and right thing to ask for God to confirm what you think is his message to you. If you do not hear from God, because sometimes that is the case, sometimes God in our process of faith wants us to make the decision for ourselves. Then, you know, at some point we can't get paralyzed if we feel like we're not hearing. We just have to say, God, here is the decision I'm going to make. Use all of these things I've just talked about. Make a decision to the best of your ability with the power of the Holy Spirit through prayer and through study of God's word. And then offer it to God with humility. God, this is what I'm going to do. And I could be absolutely wrong. And I trust you. And if I'm wrong, God, redirect me. If I'm right, guide my future steps. And whatever the case, if I've chosen correctly or incorrectly, God, come behind me and bring good out of it. And just, I trust you to make my path straight. Practice humility and compassion. Um, this should not be something that's celebrated. We should not be rooting for the demise of those who disagree with us. We should hope that everybody continues to win people into the kingdom of God, that everybody continues to preach the good news of the gospel. So practice humility and compassion, even yourself. You know, you might say, I am 99.9% .9 sure that this is what God's telling me to do. Could I be wrong? Of course. I'm a human, fallible human being. And I, you know, the word of God might be infallible, but my interpretation of it can certainly be fallible. Um, but this is the best I know. If I were to stand before Jesus, first I would plead his blood and thank him for his gift of grace. And then I would say, Jesus, I did the best I could according to the authority of your word and the way in which I understood it. So practice humility, practice compassion, recognize again that this is a very personal issue for some people. And that complicates things and, um, you know, just try to be a beacon of love in the midst of so much dissension. Remember that God loves you. God loves everyone. Everybody has worth. And even if you make a wrong decision, God will still love you. If you decide to stay and things do get tough and people do start to call into question the Bible, and that's something that's untenable for you, then you can leave. Th these decisions aren't necessarily permanent for you. Um, you're never backed into a corner with God. There's always a way to move forward. So just keep praying and discerning and studying and being in Christian community and serving people. And if you, the decision you make, you end up going, nope, I, I think I made the wrong one. It's okay to change. It's okay. This is a complicated issue. These aren't easy decisions. We might make a wrong choice and we might have to correct that. And that is okay. Remember that wherever you end up, whether for practical reasons you stay 
or for theological and ethical reasons, you go or stay, whatever happens, whatever congregation you become a part of or stay within, everybody still needs to know the gospel. Everybody still needs to know about Jesus. We all need to be faithful to follow his feet and proclaim the good news. And people need to hear that everywhere. So focus on that as you wrestle with this choice. Um, here are some resources for you. I've labeled them, you know, conservative versus liberal leaning only because I wanted to try to give you a multiple, multiple sources with different viewpoints. Um, some were harder to find than others, I have to admit. Um, the Wesleyan Covenant Association is the group from which the Global United Methodist denomination has been birthed. They, so they have a lot of great information on their website, wesleyancovenant.org. Um, I am friends and know Reverend Rob Renfro personally. He has been a member of the Wesleyan Covenant Association. He's also um, the president of Good News Magazine, if you're familiar with that. And he has some wonderful videos um, on YouTube. If you don't have this actual presentation and you're just listening, you can go to YouTube and search Rob Renfro um, videos and you'll see them pop up. And there's like six videos. He is definitely conservative traditionalist and that comes through, but he also gives great explanations of how we've gotten here. Um, so those are worthwhile to listen to. For the more liberal or progressive viewpoint, um, the Reconciling Ministries website, rmnetwork.org, provides some information. It's really very strongly focused on gender and human sexuality. Uh, there's not a lot of talk about Jesus on the Bible that I saw when I was looking at it. And I haven't found a, a more liberal progressive website that kind of lays out the entirety of their belief system. So I'm not sure <laughs> that might exist, but I didn't find it. I struggled to find anything other than discussions about human sexuality and gender, but you know, search for yourself, ask people, you know, perhaps there's some other resources that I just didn't, didn't find in my searches. And then I linked a few articles. You can Google centrist viewpoint, United Methodist church, and some articles will come up. It's sort of a moot issue at this point because we're really being forced to, to choose which way to lean. It's going to not really be possible so much to be a centrist. I don't think anyway, I'm sure people would disagree with that. But um, if you Google, you'll have a, you'll get a few um, articles. Again, every centrist is kind of different. Uh, some might lean towards the left, some might lean towards the right. So just everything with a grain of salt. We there. have but before that's us just a major decision and our effects to follow you. Help us in our decision. Whatever direction that's made, we still will be following you. It could be a matter of right or wrong. It could be a matter of good and evil. Help us in providing what we should do. No matter what we decide, you will still be our Lord and Savior. We pray in your most holy name. Amen. Let us now stand and sing our hymn of assurance, number 202, Amazing Grace.
May you spend time this week in prayer, asking God for help in the decision you find yourself faced with. He will guide you in what is right. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, be with you and remain with you from this day on and forward. Go and earn your day. And all God's children said, Amen. Let's do that again. And all God's children said, Amen. There we go.